0: This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Welcome to the Candid Life Podcast, where we turn our broken hallelujahs into melody lines of impact. And I am your host, Lydia Gargo. Today, family, I just want to spend a few moments reminiscing about my dad, Emmanuel Alexander Rene Kamla Batry, who passed away last year, August 11th, 2021, after suffering a major stroke. Now, it just came to the one-year anniversary we had gone down to England to spend some time with my mother and went by the graveside. I just remembered him. But I want to just take a few moments just to tell you about this amazing man whom I had the opportunity, the privilege, oh my goodness, to get to know him in his 90 years of life here on earth. I'm 51. But I I just miss him so much. And I don't know somebody out there who might be listening to this podcast and has maybe lost a loved one for whatever the reasons are. And yet they left such an impact in their lives. And that is exactly how my dad left an impact on me. And that's the reason why I felt that I should just share a little bit about him I do have an earlier podcast uh, with my dad and it's called in sickness and in health because he spent quite a number of years taking care of my mother who's still alive and it was just incredible watching him just love on his companion his mate his lover his wife of 55 years So join me as we take a journey into the life of E A R K Boshwe, a poetic tribute, E A R K. Emmanuel, Alexander, René, Komla, Bachwe. So many names and each one had significance. Emmanuel, for God was with you. Alexander, for you were born to be great. René, which means born again. For your mother's recovery from a coma after she delivered you was the first and the gift of your presence was the second. Kamla, because Tuesday, 3rd February, 1931 marked the day you were sent on mission into this world. So many names and each one had significance. Grandpa, you were a man of faith who lived each day in the light of your creator God grounded in his love you knew that it was in him that you lived and moved and had your being a pillar in our family challenging us to be better to do better inspiring and influencing the next generation to be bold to be strong to be humble and to love God and one another so many names and each one had significance. Papa, you were a loving, thoughtful and caring father who delighted in history, gleaning and sharing with us lessons from the past. You were always present, celebrating our joys and praying through our challenges. You were a quietly confident man and your gentle and kind words were filled with a power of encouragement that met each need and were fitting for every occasion. Papa, your words and actions were a tangible reminder that love doesn't just tell, it shows as well. So many names. And each one had significance. For Rene, as a brother, you completed the family. Your constant calls to check on our well being reminded us of our late father's words and made us give you the nickname Mr. Telephone. And your charge to us to pray and to stay united as a family was so that our children would follow our example. So many names and each one had significance. Mr. Botchway, you were the epitome of truth, honesty, integrity, hard work, wisdom, and unity. A true elder and peacemaker within our community here in Manchester and community all around the world. Truly a mighty oak has fallen. So many names. And each one had significance. Rene, as a husband, you were supportive, caring and provided for our family. You were a silent lover who stayed faithful and true over the past 55 years of our marriage. The time of separation has arrived, and it has been painful. But you charge to have faith. Is the encouragement for all of us to reflect on our lives and our relationships with the Lord. So many names and each one had significance. You were a choir master, a minister, a teacher, a mentor, a confidant and a friend to so many people. It wasn't what you were called. It was how you lived that has left an imprint on all our lives. You lived simply loving God and loving people. Rest, 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 Emmanuel, Alexander, Renee, Kamala, Batre. Rest for you are at home in the arms of your heavenly father, the one who knew you before your birth and gave you your value and eternal worth the one who called you by your name and allowed you to live each day with gratitude. Rest in God's peace. Rest in God's peace. Rest knowing that your time here on earth is finished, but your work, legacy, and memories will live on forever in us and through us because you have shown us that our help comes from the Lord. I recognize that this is a sobering moment but death is part of the cycle of life. Question for you to actively consider is what names do you want people to remember you by when they think about you? None of us is perfect but we will be remembered by the choices we make each day. So choose wisely. Let love and kindness be your guide. Let love and kindness be your guide. And so that's a little tribute that I wrote for my dad's homegoing. But I remember as I was preparing this poetic tribute, like a read at the end. What do people call you by? What names Do they call you by when your name is mentioned in a group do people just say wow this particular person is amazing or do they start complaining about you hmm something to ponder because when I went to England and I heard all the stories about my dad It truly turned my grief to glory because I realized that he had lived a full life, but he'd lived it so well, showering and spreading kindness everywhere he went. He had a word of encouragement to give somebody. Showered a little kindness here, word of encouragement there, helped somebody here. It was constant. It was constant. When we get back, I'm gonna share a couple of things that I noticed my dad doing for my mom, which literally blew me away. Stay tuned. Welcome back and if you are listening to this podcast, this is Lydia on The Candid Life. And today I'm just taking a few moments to remember my dad, E-A-R-K Botchway. You know, earlier on I mentioned that I was going to just tell you a couple of things that I found my dad doing, you know, my dad was very focused. He was an extremely focused man. He was a teacher actually, and he retired and then went on to do care work. Now he was caring for my mother because my mother's had a couple of health challenges. And so he committed his time, his life, his everything to taking care of my mother. And I remember this one day that I had been working on my grandfather's autobiography, which, by the way, is pretty amazing. And I sent my dad the autobiography just for a final check by um, FedEx, I got there, it was a little pricey too. And I called down and I said, Dad, did you receive the book I sent you for review? And he said to me, listen, Lydia, the two most important things In my mind right now. The first one. Is to take care of a mother. To make sure that she gets her meds on time. And then the second one. Is to make sure that I prepare Bible study. For the evening service. This is something that he did. Every single day. So when he gave me the news. Over the phone and said. He really didn't have the time to. Take care of that. I was a little disappointed. I will say. But It made me realize that in life you have to be focused. You can't do every single thing. You have to sift through and choose what is the most important thing. In my dad's case, the most important thing was to take care of my mother and to make sure that he prepared for those evening services. I think that's pretty awesome. When I went down to England to visit my parents after uh, we, have, we had access now to go into England, which is actually a great thing. I noticed that one year of not seeing my mom in the whole of twenty, and then seeing her again in 21 was probably the most mind-boggling experience I'd had because I just didn't realize how much age was going to take a hold of her body and how frail she was. And I was in shock, you know, I I really was in shock. Aging is a very strange phenomenon. And he just comes at people in in different ways. You know, my mom's always been a very strong woman. Uh, She was a nurse for many years. And so to see her transition like this, just, you know, it kind of shocked me. It shocked me, but it was okay, it was okay anyway so one morning i came downstairs and i couldn't help but notice that my dad was writing little words of encouragement on sheets of paper and placing them on the medication bowl that my mom was going to take for the morning for the afternoon for the evening And i was like what is he doing so i Took a closer look, and sure enough, there they were. For the morning meds, it was, good morning, Angelica, or just good morning, God is good. For the afternoon, it was like, take me. You know, sometimes there was a little humor in there. And then again for the evening. And I asked him, why does he do this? And he said, just to encourage her. Just to encourage her. You know, sometimes you wake up and you're not feeling encouraged. And he wanted her to take that medication with a dose of encouragement. Oh, that was just water to my soul, people. Pure water to my soul. And again, just that whole intentionality of making a difference in the life of somebody. Mm, mm, mm. Beautifully done beautifully done. So that was a breath of fresh air. We have to be intentional about spreading kindness like confetti. We just have to be. The other thing as well, my dad would do every afternoon, late in the afternoon, he would take my mom out for a walk. Between 30 to 45 minutes, he would walk with her, hold her hand and just take her around the neighborhood. He did this every single day, every single day he did this. The neighbors saw them together, walking in the neighborhood so that she would get her exercises. What a blessing, what a blessing. And then later on in the evening, like I said, he always prepared this devotional um, early hours of the morning. He used to wake up 3 a.m. every morning to pray for the whole family. And he would prepare this evening service with songs and readings and prayers. By the way, my dad loved, 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 loved Elvis Presley and the Gaither Band. He just absolutely loved them. And so he would do this every day, every day. And again, he was one of those, you know. He wasn't just taking care of her physical he was taking care of her spiritual he was taking care of her mind he was intentional about raising her spirits up because when you have a raised spirit it makes a difference in your well-being and he was committed to that my question to you is what are you committed to What are you committed to? Are you committed to spreading kindness? Are you committed to having a clear routine in your life? Or are you just kind of going through the motions every day? What are you committed to? My dad was committed to some very few things and he stuck to it. And I really, really believe because he only focused on those few things, it made such a difference to my mother's health and wellness. So lesson, just keep it simple. Keep it simple. And then the last thing that I I just wanted to share with you is that my dad just had a spirit of hospitality. It didn't matter who it was, where you were, whether he was on the bus riding into town, he would always strike up a conversation. My dad knew no stranger, absolutely no stranger. You know, when people came to visit, he would just welcome them in so joyfully. Even when phone calls came through, He would pick up the phone and the phone would ring out with his laughter and his um, joy. He always was upbeat. He never let anything put him down. And so even when my, my mother was having some health challenges, even when he was having health challenges, he always leaned in to the spirit of gratitude always leaned in to a spirit of gratitude. And there was one moment that actually happened which I remember my my brother who lives in England sent a little vid you know, a little audio for us to listen to just to raise the concern that my my dad was beginning to have some memory lapse challenges and you know, it was easy to hear the 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 struggle. When he couldn't read his Bible, he could see the words, but he just couldn't read it. There was a disconnect in his mind for a few moments. But what struck me was that even when that happened, he leaned into prayer. He leaned into God. He leaned in because he knew that was where his help came from. My dad trusted In the Lord. Psalm 46 was his favorite Psalm. He says, God is my refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. And that is what he leaned on. He leaned on the truth of God's Word. Psalm 46 was his favorite. Psalm 23 was his favorite. And he had a lot of other ones. Jeremiah, call unto me, and I will answer and show you great and mighty things that you do not know of. He was a man who was grounded, grounded, because his foundation was Christ and his word. He was never phased, never phased by the changing seasons of life, because he was rooted and grounded in the love of God. And so with that, family, mm, that was just a snapshot of my dad. Just a snapshot. So the question I have for you is this. What do you want people to remember you by? What names do you want them to remember you by? I remember, you know, after my dad had passed away, we were talking to a neighbor. Like I said, all our neighbors knew him. And one of them made a comment which just really struck a chord and I'll never forget it and what she said was I knew your dad was coming because I could hear him singing every time I heard the singing I knew your dad was coming my goodness my goodness he sang every day there was always a song in his heart and that kept his spirit joyful but when people can know you by the song you were singing isn't that a blessing what do people know you by what do they know you by my dad had one message in his life And that was to be present, to be present in the moment, to recognize the miracles of the moment. Every day, every moment was a miracle in my dad's eyes. He never took the moment for granted. He always stayed in the present. That is the reason why he was able to enjoy his life fully. He was always in the present. Let's take a quick break. And when I come back, final thoughts. Welcome back. And if you are listening to this podcast, this is The Candid Life. And I am your host, Lydia Gago. Listen, we are going to wrap things up thinking again on my dad first thing keep it simple focus on one or two things max so that you can be effective secondly spread kindness around be intentional about it right and finally encouragement 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 Just build people up, build one another up, build yourself up. Welcome the seasons of life. Don't push against them, welcome them. Welcome them because we all go through. I think one of the things that blessed me more than anything at all was just how many uh, people are in the community circle of my parents. They have so many friends in the community and can lean on them. So <laughs> being isolationist just doesn't cut it in life. You have to build a network of trusted people who will be there for you, who will watch your back. I think it's critical because for me that has been the greatest joy and that has been the greatest comfort that my mom has some solid people in her life who will check in on her who make sure she's fine and she is very very fine so a family I'd like to just close out <laughs> I know it's been a little emotional for me but I, I just love talking about my dad because like I said he left such an impact on my life on my thinking on my living and you know I just want to do him proud by following in his footsteps. So thank you again for connecting with me on The Candid Life. If you want to email me, and I'd love to get your email. Please shoot me an email at livethecandidlife at gmail.com. That's live livethecandidlife at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at Lydia Gargo. And listen to the podcast on places like Amazon, Music, Spotify, Afropods, right? Just send these podcasts out to your friends and family. Subscribe and share with friends and family so they can get inspired, challenged, empowered to live differently. And that is basically the heart of it. Until next time. Until next time. Remember your story matters. Because you matter. So live the candid life 24-7. If you ever want to be on the show, shoot me an email. Again, at livethecandidlife at gmail.com. Live the candid life at gmail.com. If you have a story to tell, please reach out to me. And we will see how we get that story told. God bless you. And have a great night. Inaendeshwa na affribos.